Hi, I'm Sean Lund. And I'm Chris Lund, and we are the Lund Brothers. And uh, we're on the Northwest Convergence Zone with Double D, Daryl, Wonderboy, and Squeeze, and we want to thank you guys for having us. Hey, this is Gabriel Rutledge, and I can't believe I'm back on the Northwest Convergence Zone. I am uh, Patrick. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Eric. We're Brotherhood of the Black Squirrel, and who wants to tell them where we're at? I believe we're on the Northwest Convergence Zone. Yep. That's where we're at. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Another week here in the zone. Thank you so much for joining us. Big D here with you, as always, each and every week. And uh, unfortunately, Big Joe is down with the illness, down with the sickness this week. He's got, uh, man, ear infection, uh, <laughs> uh, sinus infection. We don't infection. need to go into the hole. He's, got a, he's out down for the count, man. And so uh, hope you feel better, Big Joe. We miss you. And... Um, Come back next week, and we'll have Big Joe on the program for us. But, hey, it's Big D here with you, and, of course, my man, Double D. I'm here. How's it going, buddy? I'm having a great week. Good. Yeah, it's been a busy week. And, of course, we want to mention Squeeze, Wonder Boy, and The Saint. Thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys do so much for our program. I know you guys don't hear from them, but they uh, they do so much work here uh, behind the scenes on the program to uh, make this a stellar program that it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, busy week for us, uh, Double D. We had a lot going on in Tacoma, which is Great, man. I mean, it is great for the South Sound that so many things happen, and you have uh, you have options now, man. Like we had, there was the Maltoberfest. We didn't make it because we didn't have time. Didn't get to go down to that, but I understand. Talk to people that were there that it was a great event. There was also the Brewfest going on down. Uh, uh, I think it was down on Dock Street or something. Yeah, they were all having a good time down there, and of course the two five three. Arts and Music Festival, uh, that's where we were. That's where we spent. We were all over that thing, man. Uh, I understand. I didn't make it to the film festival, but I heard it was a great turnout, and uh, that was on Friday night. Saturday, we were everywhere. We were at the Swiss. We were at the uh, Harmon Tap Room, and we were, what was the name of the other place? Uh, the <laughs> the Peabody the Peabody Waldorf yeah Peabody Waldorf which is down on Broadway Street it's kind of a new place so we can't yeah remember but the a name. very cool funky kind of a, a a venue with a great vibe in there and let me just run down some people we saw man I mean Sweet Kiss Mama High Noon Horizon Deborah Page Mike O'Neill Rainstone Legend of Bigfoot Gene Vallejo uh, of course we hooked up with Ben Fuller and saw him and uh, lots of people walking around the big I'm telling you man the big thing for me was seeing eddie spaghetti yeah he was eddie spaghetti cool. was on fire he played the swiss he was really nice and approachable we talked with him for a while and uh hopefully gonna get him on the program met the walrus from kghp he was yes, down there yes. uh lots of things going on in fact if you guys our, maybe you could maybe some of you guys caught it that Actually, they interviewed Daryl on air, live air. Oh, yeah, I'm sure everybody caught that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I talked to the Walrus for a bit. That was fun. And our own Wonder Boy was actually running the sound down at the Peabody Yeah, he's, for several uh, of the bands. He did, I think, three or four bands and did a great job. He had quite oh, he a, was getting some props kudos and kudos from, from everybody. Band. Yeah, good, good for him. And uh, But 
so the 253 Arts Festival, which uh, concluded this evening, uh, great event. Way to go, Ben. Pulled it off in stellar fashion. It was a true showcase of Tacoma and South Sound talent. Oh, we saw Dot down there. Yep. He was hanging out. I mean, just people coming out of the woodworks for this thing and a lot of people enjoying it. And I, and I, I don't know what the final total was as far as what they raised and so forth, but I'm sure they did a great job. And it's all going for a great cause. And but you were also at uh, an event. I went to the uh, the Claw meeting where they were doing a twenty four hour uh, gig where they were going to try to draw each one of the cartoonists were going to draw a whole uh, comic book? comic book. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're called. That's what they're called. Yeah, I'm a little slow sometimes. But... <laughs> you ain't kidding, Jack. <laughs> Everybody knows me that way. But our own Wonder Boy but, is going to be in one of them. Yeah, he's going to be a zombie yes. in Mark Monlox's uh, cartoon, and he's going to be a zombie. And that's great, man, because he's a zombie while he's here. Yes, he is. <laughs> so anyway, lots of activity, man. Big stuff going on. And we got a big show for you today. We have uh, coming up, man, we have uh, Gabe Rutledge is on the show. We have the Brotherhood of the Black Squirrel. We've got a special sports report and all that stuff. But first, we want to uh, hip you to a band that's been around for quite some time. These guys are super talented. The Lund Brothers. Take my hand, silly girl. To me, you're my whole world. Take my hand, you silly girl. Cause to me, you mean everything. The name of the song is Find the Sun. It's off the CD Songbook 4. And the artists are the Lund Brothers, and they are our guests today. Sean and Chris have stopped by in the Man Cave Studios to have a little chat with us. You guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Glad yeah, to be here. It's good to have you guys in. Uh, the Lund Brothers, you guys have been around for uh, quite some time. This is, uh, you guys have five discs out. This is the latest one. I know you guys are working on one. We'll talk about that in a moment. And um, tell us a little bit about... Uh, yourselves, I know you guys are Olympia boys, South Sound, and we're always down with that uh, right here on the Northwest Convergence Zone. And tell us a little bit about growing up in the South Sound and uh, getting into music and what it was like for you guys. Uh, well, it was, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we grew up uh, on a lot of uh, hard rock and, and kind of the, uh, the whole MTV explosion kind of thing. And so... I kind of miss that kind of stuff being all over regular television. I mean, I remember coming home from school and, you know, watching Cars videos and Van Halen videos on TV. And, yes. And I love that stuff. And, it, you know, I was forming my first band around that time. And my brother was yet to start playing the drums at that point. Maybe had just started. And um, it was an exciting time for rock and roll. Um, unlike now. <laughs> <laughs> What's lacking in rock and roll right now? Uh, I'm not touching that one. I think Edge. <laughs> I, I, I just... Uh, Some maybe, crea- the creative Edge? Yeah, maybe. Uh, and songs. Mm-hmm. I, keep, I keep wanting to hear songs. 
like and, stories uh, in the songs or uh, somebody's personal feelings in a song? What I mean, like well-crafted tunes. Yeah, you know, kind of like. Um, do you remember when MTV first started? Do you remember when? I do. Was that a that was a crazy time? Wasn't it? it like that blew, was it blew it was the cool. doors off of everything. It was exciting. Yeah, where were you when that happened? Do you remember? Did you watch the first like broadcast of it? Do you remember when it actually hit the air? I probably did. Um, I don't remember actually watching the first show, but I was certainly in on it, you know, from from the beginning. Yeah, and you go back now and you look at some of those videos, and they're awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they're horrible. Yeah. But as the romantics, you yeah. Know. But when we were in the what was it, the Buggles or yeah, the, uh, you yeah. know, video, video killed, killed the radio, radio star. Yeah, you look yeah. at those now, and you're and even Jock of Seagulls. Yeah, John Mellencamp's uh, Jack and Diane. It's like the two hands clapping. It's, yep, they're <laughs> yeah, horrible. Right. Yeah, but it blew the door wide open on music. I mean, it had become kind of stale at the time, and I think you're right. We have hit sort of a lull. I also remember the when MTV became not MTV, right? I mean, yeah. all of a sudden there were no videos, and it was all reality shows and stuff. Like, what happened to that? Yeah, that that's kind of... That's one of the disappointments, I think, is we've gone into this whole reality uh, show trip when uh, you used to be able to just hear some good music and, and, uh, and see some good music. Right. And now uh, what about what about on the radio? Do you guys listen to the radio? What what are you what are you thinking about uh songs that are being played on the stations right now these days? Uh well, I don't know. For me, I'm in true Lund Brothers style, I'm gonna disagree with my brother a little bit. I do think there's a lot of good music out there right now. I just think you gotta dig a little bit. Um, a you lot. Know, Arcade Fire. <laughs> I really like the our new Arcade shovel. Fire record. I like right? you know, Death Cab for Cutie. There's a lot of local bands that I really like. Um, our buddy uh, Rusty Willoughby in, in a band called Llama does some really good stuff. I mean, it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe not on the mainstream stuff. I mean, you know, we're not listening to. A, at least I'm not listening to. It a is lot hard of that. to get to yeah. because it, it's, it's. I'm all speaking more of a on a larger scale. I mean, there's a lot of you know good things locally and things like that, and uh, but I think like you know on big radio. Yeah, that you, kind of stuff. You've got like Lady really Gaga. You have um, I don't know Eminem still kind of out there, and then you have um, uh, what's his name, Adam Lambert. All this kind of like stuff that's going on that is manufactured, in my yeah, opinion. You know, and it's like a machine that's American rolling. Idol. You know, yeah. is setting up tours for these guys just because they want a karaoke contest. In some ways, it's kind of like I don't know, and this is kind of getting out there a little bit. Maybe this is wrong, but. You know, my reading of what happened in the 50s before Elvis broke and before Little Richard and before all these, you know, Chuck Berry and all the original rock and roll sort of class came in was that you had a bunch of, you know, uh, Frankie Valleys and and real polished pop and things like that that were just kind of... crooners. They were very, you know, yeah, crooners. Yeah, we call them standards now, but it was yeah. Rat Pack yeah. days and, and maybe stuff. get a guy with a nice haircut and <laughs> stick him on an album and, and so, have him sing some covers. So I guess I'm hoping that, you know, maybe we will come out of that again. And, you know, but I think there's always going to be a certain amount of that stuff out there. I mean, you're always going to have an Adam Lambert, mm-hmm. you know, I mean. That's going to be out there, but you just got to dig. Adam who? <laughs> Adam Lambert. He's like an American Idol guy. Right? I don't listen to the radio too much, man. So, <laughs> Well, he was American Idol or something. Yeah, right? he was on American Idol. Yeah. And I mean, he does real well. He was just out at the fair. He sold it out. And I mean, uh-huh. I, I don't mean to pick. I'm not picking on him. I'm just using a name of somebody who's out there because it does seem like we've gone back to, back into the sort of polished, uh, machine-oriented, uh, driven 
pop radio and <clears throat> it, it's time for a shakeup. And that's yeah. why that's one of the reasons we're here. And we're really trying to push these uh, what we call whatever local independent bands and so forth. Tell us a little bit about your journey as a band. When did you guys uh, form actually form the Lund Brothers and uh, start uh, start playing shows and, and recording songs? How about how about I'll start this one and you can sure. you can finish it. Yeah, uh, that works. You know, Lundbros really, in reality, it started in uh, the early '90s because Sean and I had, you know, we'd done the the deal of playing six and seven nights a week, four hours a night, uh, you know, covers, all classic rock type stuff, and we were just burning on that. And the gigs weren't that good, and the pay wasn't that good. <laughs> and uh, we we thought, well, you know, we just uh, we're going to stop hiring singers and just start doing our own singing and writing our own songs. And uh, and then it seemed like that really hit on something, because we were able to immediately kind of get some stuff together pretty quickly. And so we got this bass player um, who hasn't played with us in a long time, uh, you know, I think we're two bass players down the line now or something from the guy we got now, Guan, is great. But Several so Sean and I <laughs> but Sean and I formed this power trio with uh we added a bass player and Sean and I started doing all the vocals and and then uh in the beginning, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of songs and then he started writing more, so now, you know, it's pretty much fifty fifty on the writing end, so we got no shortage of songs. Uh started gigging places like the Red Roof. Mm -hmm. Victory Club, uh, the Central, all these places that are either have different names now or don't exist. Exactly, yeah. And we did, you know, we we did quite, we gigged quite extensively uh, all through the '90s. Um, we've not gigged nearly as much uh, in this current decade, but I think the gigs we've played have probably been a little more meaningful because of it and more satisfying. Yeah. Too. And and the style evolved. We started out as as like a progressive metal, but yet we had ballads too. It was very kind of eclectic all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, but it was always melodic. That was really the key. And there was always a lot of harmony. Um, but now we've really settled into a, I think, a pretty uh, a style that's definitely our own. Yeah, well, let's um, listen to a little bit of that style. This is a song titled Come On, Come On. It is off the latest CD by the Lund Brothers. Songbook... Number four. Right, Sean, uh, what's your take on the Lund Brothers? Well, pretty much what my brother said. Um, you know, I remember giving him a really hard time back in like the early '90s when I first joined the band, and just going like, "Man, I want to crack at the drums. I want to, I want a shot to play in the band." And so, when the old drummer quit, it was like I, I jumped at it, and I was in. And then, as Chris said, we did the, you know, we struggled in the, in the not, I wouldn't call it top forty scene, but we played a lot of shows, you know, five hours a night, seven, six, seven nights a, a week. Wow. Three that's weeks. A lot of, that's a lot of A lot of around, Van Halen, a lot of Cheap <laughs> Trick, a lot of Queen, a lot of Zeppelin. Pretty you know, Woman. That was the stuff we were playing. Yeah. Pretty, pretty Woman, we probably played a thousand times in like two years. You could do it in your sleep. Yeah. yeah. And now when I hear that song, it's just like, it's 
there's like a, a gag reflex that just <laughs> kind of kicks in. I mean, it's a great song. It is a great, it's a great version. But I mean, you how many Halen version? You, when, you, when you play something so many times that you know what's coming around every single corner, it's right. like it just loses it. So, so yeah, we did our own thing. And uh, not to reiterate everything that we talked about, but, um, you know, I think the main thing for us is that, you know, now we've been doing this a number of years and we've we've each kind of, you know, we've we've developed our own writing style, each of us. And so one of the reasons that we got double discs is because, you know, we each write our own stuff and we, you know, we want to get it all out there. That's and it. so it's yeah. like, you know, let's that, put it all out there. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up because you have uh, five discs to your credit and two of them are double discs. So actually there's seven discs out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's a lot of songwriting. And yeah. what... Now, there's been lots of brother combos in music, some successful, not some not so. Yeah. And how does that work with you guys in your creative process, writing songs? Uh, do you bring it to each other and work it, or do you just do it yourself and you say, this is what we're doing, hop on board? How's the, how does the songwriting process go between you two and then translating it to actually you know, recording it? It's, uh, you know, we each do our own demos. So, uh, you know, I, I will bring a demo that's pretty much complete. You know, if it's me, if it's him, same goes. You know, a demo is basically completed. The harmonies are all there. Uh, you know, most of the guitars are on the demo. Um, so you, it, it's a completed song, really, that's brought to the, to the group. It's not, uh, it's not like we sit down and go, well, gee, what are we going to do for the bridge? You know right. what I mean? Because I guess it's easier just to write the song completely on your own and then bring it completed to to the rest of the band, and then often we'll record that way too. I mean, you know, go in and do uh, most most of the stuff, and then just bring uh, the partner in uh, to do the the backup vocals and and whatever instruments they're adding, and and it kind of works that that way with us. It it's easier that way because we used to work together more in the studio in the past, but I think. Uh, too many of our engineers were having heart attacks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's true. Working with us. It was, we, uh, are you guys real particular? Or? Well, yeah, we're just really uh, argumentative in the studio. With and, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with each other. And, yeah. well, it's that brother love. And it so creates, we, you know, just kind of a, a, a tough vibe to work in. So I right. think we started doing it more, putting stuff together. But like the last stuff we recorded, uh, we recorded the bass and the drums live. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hadn't done that in a while for a couple albums. And it, I think it actually benefited from it. But this is stuff that isn't out yet that I'm yeah, talking about. Right. Instead of doing like a construction project, which is what the way we did, you know, I think the, like the Lund Brothers record, the, the uh, Tangents record. Yeah, um, that was the most that way of all of them. I that think. was a construction project, you know, going and do one thing and then have guys come in and build it up over time. Whereas yeah. I think the most recent thing that we're working on is much more organic, which is cool. But. You know, like Chris was saying, we decided, I don't know, probably five, six, seven years ago that basically the writer makes the ultimate determination. You can get opinions, you can get input from everybody else, but in our band, because we're brothers and we have a tendency to like go at each other, like like <laughs> like Liam and Noel Gallagher and like right, right. Ray Almost, and Dave Davis. Not quite yeah, as a producer on the phone to your parents, you know, like can you just take care of these guys. It's like, mom, can you make a decision here for us because we're we're killing each other over here. Well, let's listen to some of the uh, one of your construction projects. Who's okay? Listen, this is the next song. Whose was this? this is, that's one of mine. Okay, yeah. so here's the track. mine meaning Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Sean's. <laughs> this is titled. Right, we're not on TV. <laughs> 
The title of the song is Listen. That is off of the Lund Brothers CD songbook four. Uh, now, where can we find your music? Where, where do people get it? Is, is it in some local CD shops? Is, is uh, It's on CD Baby, it's, I assume? CD iTunes? Baby is the best place to get it. Uh, we were working with a label called Not Lame as well. <laughs> but I think... Uh, great name. I'm not sure what's... I, it's a great label, but I'm not sure what what their status is uh-huh. right now. So, so, are you in Rocket Records? And um, we were. Right? Um, I think I probably need to update our stock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we've sold all five copies by now. Uh, you know, it's just easier to do a lot more business online. I we've mean, been, we've yeah, been in Rocket. I, we've been in Buzzards. You know, we've been in Borders. Right. Uh, we had a little wider distribution on a, on a couple of the earlier ones, but um, okay. for the most part, it's just us distributing it. I mean, but like I say, if you wanted to pick up the releases, CD Baby's the place to go. And I think everybody should go check it out. There's uh, lots of great songs on there. In fact, when we go out of the program today, we will be playing uh, one of their songs in their entirety. Uh, before we uh, wrap this up, though, I wanted to ask you about the brand new project that, you ha- that you're working on. Is there uh, a date in mind for completion on this? And then will you be doing some shows that we can come out and see you guys? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, as far as a completion date, that's probably dependent on me, and this is Sean speaking, <laughs> because I think Chris has got he's gotten further along in, in like the recording process and the mixing process on a lot of his stuff. So um, I've got a couple songs that I need to finish. I need to actually go in and record them start to finish, and I'll be bringing the band in. We'll probably be doing a live thing. Um, so that's when, as I said earlier to you, maybe I don't think we said this while we were on air or whatever but um we're completely self-financed right so if anybody wants to throw some cash our way cool you know let us know <laughs> but um, brothers.com that's right but yeah <laughs> so it takes us a while so i'm thinking probably sometime early 2011 there will be something out and then uh, as far as shows nothing on the calendar right now my brother chris actually you know and he is our guitar player for those listening out there who don't know who we are um broke a tendon or popped a tendon in his finger so he's <laughs> we're down for the count for a little while mm. but we're going to get out there and, good and, and get out there soon good so. yeah everybody go to their website lundbrothers.com we'll have a link to it up of our uh off of our main page of course as always and uh, check these guys out the lund brothers they're a great south sound band they've been doing their thing for quite some time they have a lot of great songs out there and we just want to say we appreciate you guys coming in and best of luck to you and let us know when you get back up and running again because we'd love to come out and see you guys and uh Best of luck on the new CD. Let us know when that's out. We'll have you back in and we'll promote that. Absolutely. We'll be back. Great. Thank you very much. And thanks for having us, you guys. Great. Absolutely. I, I like what you guys are doing here. It's cool. Thank you, guys. Yep. We'll be catching up with you guys later. And if you ever get a chance to get out and catch the Lund Brothers, I highly recommend it. In fact, we got to talk about something right here because we got kind of something in the work if things go our way. The, the We got to talk about this voting thing. The best, The King Five, best of. Yeah, uh, we've been uh, we were in fourth place for a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, thanks to you people. Thanks to all of you who voted. You shot us up to number four. And as we all know, 
Bob Rivers went off the air on the 1st of October. And so his troops rallied around him and shot him up through the ranks. In one day, that cat went from, I think he was in 11th place with 2% of the vote, to fourth place, knocking us down. And now he has like seven, six or seven percent of the vote, and he's got his eyes on uh, Ichabod Kane. He's probably going to take him over, but we're still solidly a number five. And our our goal, and this is no secret, our goal is to be in the top five. And I don't care if we're five or four; it doesn't matter. This is the week, folks. This is the final week on Sunday the tenth at seven o'clock, seven p.m voting ends in our category and we need your help because this is like a a shock the vote type thing people are curious who in the world we are how are we hanging on up there how do we have this many votes well it's because of you and it's because the south sound it's because we um you know, we, I think we've tapped into something. I think we have, uh, we, we've rallied the South Sound in a way that has been, is un, a, a bit unprecedented. And it's, again, we're not blowing our, or tooting our own horn here. It's really not about us. It's not a, certainly not about me, even though my name's on there. It's about our show. It's about our guests. It's about the talent and all, all the South Sound. All of all the, the South, South Sound. Sound. We want to lift them up. And if we do, perhaps, Next week, when it's all said and done, land in the top five. We are going to have a big South Sound party, and we're going to invite... uh, It's when we win, not if. Well, we said that last week when we were number four, and this week we're number five. Yeah, but I'm thinking positive. Okay, well, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so anyway, we want to throw a party if we land in the top five, and we need your help. We need you to vote, vote, vote. If you have an email address that you forgot about, like from college or your business or whatever, because you can vote with an email address. So, um, you know, if you have more than one, uh, it's not cheating to use that email address. So uh, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody that, uh, you know, vote for us. And because if we land in the top five, we're going to have a big party and we're going to invite a lot of bands and, and people down. And it's just going to be a good time. It's going to be a fun time for the South Sound because the spotlight will be down on. Yeah, we're going to invite South all Sound. the South Sound winners, all the people that are in top five all the people that are in the top five or in the top 10 or whatever because we i mean warthog barbecue we're talking about jabinos we're talking well, about some of the bands what? uh the principal from what curtis high school is no not curtis it's Wil- wilson wilson is in second place or something. um all these people we want to invite them and uh it's it's going to be fun so uh we need your help we appreciate it uh if you go to our facebook page or you go onto our our home web page there's a link you just click it and it'll take you there you vote make sure you confirm it through your email and uh this is the week this is the big push week so thank you so much daryl fortune (laughs) whatever dude man i don't care hey let's see what's (laughs) going on down in hell's kitchen and now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at hell's kitchen and here's flash Welcome to the Hell's Kitchen Update on the Northwest Convergence Zone. My name is Flash, and I will be your guide to this week's action at the South Sound's premier live music venue. This week, like every week, starts out with Tightwad Tuesday. $2 wells, $2 for any beer, or $2 for two huge tacos. We open at 4 on Tuesday, so stop by after work and have a beer or six. Thursday is $3 Thursday. $3 wells, $3 for any beer, $3 for two hot dogs. This week, there is a great metal show featuring No Living Witness, Lenore, Odyssey, 
Terra Morta and Saker. $3 cover starts at 7 o'clock. Music starts at 8. Friday is yet another installment in the Free Show Friday series. Except this night is a special one because we're celebrating our security guy Haas' birthday with Sock and the Faggots, Dead Peasants, Coosbane, and Rucker's Tomb. Music kicks off at 9 and Haas would love to see you there. Saturday is a local battle show not to be missed. American Wrecking Company, along with Hide the Scars, Solace in Black, Cause of Confusion, and Depths of Insanity. There's no cover before 9 p.m., so get there early for dinner and drinks, but still, after 9, it'll only cost you $5. Sunday is a rare hip-hop treat with Joel Ortiz. This Brooklyn native, once part of Slaughterhouse, makes a rare West Coast appearance and decided Tacoma was the place to be. He will be supported by local favorites Island Tribe, City Hall, featuring Evergreen One, Todd Sykes, and DJ Hannibal and Wicked Meticulous. DJ Hannibal will be the host DJ for the night and he kicks it off at 9pm. There's a $10 cover for this show. Hell's Kitchen is a 21 plus venue and is located downtown Tacoma at 928 Pacific Avenue. The web address is www.hellskitchenonline.com and there you will find a link to upcoming calendar, booking info and all things HK. See you in hell. Hell's Kitchen, 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma. Serving up rock since 2002. Now, what Flash didn't tell you on that is that on Monday the 4th is the uh, Flaster's birthday. So, happy birthday, Flash. And uh, I know you're not doing a shindig or anything down there. You want to keep it on the lowdown. But we here at the Northwest Convergence Zone would like to wish our brother, Flash, a happy birthday. So, hope it's a good one. Uh, Get down to Hell's Kitchen. It's the premier rock spot in Tacoma, of course. And I know this last week they had the Melvins. And I did not make it down there. But I understand it was a great crowd. We rolled by. I think it was packed out. Yeah, we rolled by on Saturday. Things were hopping, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were at the 253 Festival. But... Uh, good for Flash, good for Hell's Kitchen, it's good for Tacoma, man. So uh, last week we talked to some filmmakers in here who uh, had who have a film at the uh, upcoming Tacoma Film Festival, which is obviously starting on Thursday. But also, uh, while we were at the 253 Festival, we met up with Joe Rosati, and um, he's in some of the films and does a lot of work for them. And uh, they have a film coming up. At the Gig Harbor Film Festival, Randy Sparks dropped by, and we had a little chat with him about it. All right, everybody, we have a a cool event coming up this weekend in Gig Harbor, of all places. And uh, Gig Harbor, of course, across the Narrows Bridge, for those of you in Seattle who don't know your way around the South Sound. Uh, And bring some toll money if you don't have the good-to-go pass, because you will have to pay to get back. (laughs) Unless you want to go the long way around Olympia. But uh, anyway, the Gig Harbor Film Fest is going to be taking place October 15th through the 17th at the Galaxy Uptown Theater. And uh, last week we had uh, several people in here talking about the Tacoma Film Festival and the films that were going to be in that. And today we have Randy Sparks back with us. He's going to tell us a little bit about the Gig Harbor Film Fest. Randy, what's going on over there? Well, Daryl, thanks again for having me back on. Absolutely. Um, well, the they're having their third annual was well, their third annual film festival, and they're going to be showing seventy different films, uh, full features, documentaries, and shorts. Uh, they are going to have a couple of special guests. Uh, Karen Black is going to be there. 
Uh, she's <laughs> got a film called Nothing Special that will be playing on Sunday at 11 a.m. And there will be a Q&A, so you get a chance to maybe ask her a question. Everybody should head down and check out. Uh, Karen Black, man. I, that's a name from the past, but, I mean, if you're into films at all, you know who Karen Black is. She's like the, the queen of the B-movies. Oh, she is, by far. <laughs> Easily. Uh, also, another special guest they're going to have is Hal Linden from Barney Miller. Nice. Yes. Hal, man. We haven't heard from Hal in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and they have uh, several activities going on during the festival. They have uh, on uh, Sunday, they have uh, a morning class, which is uh, kind of like a uh, discussion on filmmaking um they have the kids fest on sunday which is one to five and they also had a 72-hour uh film competition which they'll be showing the best of those films on sunday as well and it's it's, it's a really great festival and you could get get tickets uh at uh, uh gigharborfilmfestival.org dot org yeah and they have a wonderful program that you can load in it's just like flipping through a magazine on the computer very nice and you can expand that just in case because a lot of people don't know you can expand the size of that so you can see it um tickets uh, are on sale now and you can get a three-day pass for 40 bucks not bad uh for adults or or 13 and over it's eight dollars uh military seniors and kids are six dollars or 12 and under of course (laughs) i've got my fake id ready and there's a lot of free parking down there yes oh gig harbor what a great place for a film festival picturesque town nice folks uh it's just going to be a good time october 15th through the 17th and that's at the galaxy uptown theater and uh how i mean those are some big names coming to gig harbor that's gonna be a lot of fun there oh it's gonna be a great time now you have a film that's gonna be playing in this i do so promote your film please i have to Uh, it don't rain on sunny days great short film and it's showing believe it or not at friday at 1 p.m Friday one, okay. <laughs> so everybody skip work, get out early, head down to Gig Harbor and have a good time, right? Oh, absolutely. If you want to laugh, you got to come out and see it. Absolutely. Movie. No, it's a great film. We watched it last week and, uh, you know, you guys nailed it on the head once again. I love your stuff. Thank you. So everybody, Gig Harbor Film Fest, October 15th through the 17th, Galaxy Uptown Theater. Get your tickets on gigharborfilmfest.org. That's correct. And we will see you there. Thanks, Randy. Thank you. All right, well, that's it for uh, section number one here in the uh, Northwest Convergence Zone show. And I want to invite you guys all back to our uh, second segment because we have the Brotherhood of the Black Squirrels, Gabriel Rutledge, and our surprise sports announcer. And today we're going to unveil him. We're going to have a good time. Let's go out with some Lund Brothers. This is a song titled Mars. We'll see you guys on the other side. I've got the money They think it's sad We think it's funny Though you don't 